two of the All the Books show recorded at the David A. Hale Public Library. What did I just say there? It doesn't matter. A little weird. It doesn't matter. But we got it. David A. Hale Public Library. Yeah. Wellsville, New York. Oh, geez. A little yep. bit too much information. Too much? Yeah, okay. TMI. I'll pull it back. Uh, we talk book news, author news, and literary news. And I'm Eric Michaels. And I'm Nick Gunning. Yeah. We've got an exciting conversation to have today. We're yeah. going to talk about page-to-screen adaptations coming in 2019. Yeah. Uh, and it's a pretty heavy slate. Yeah. I feel like more and more TV shows are being ad- adapted from books. Mm. And we covered that a little earlier in the year. Yeah. So now we're just going to be talking about movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, mostly just big theatrical releases. Although I think a couple like Netflix originals oh, I didn't, in I didn't the mix. The but yet. anyway... Uh, we're going to be mm. talking about that a little bit. Kate is not here this time. No. Uh, last time we forced her to talk about the Youth Media Awards yeah. with us. Uh, yeah. She was a grouch, but <laughs> good times. We had fun. Yeah. We oh. had fun. Uh, what kind of car was that that just went by? I don't know. It was loud. So let's dive right in. Let's talk about some of the things that we've been reading. One sec. Page to screen 2019. Thanks. Hey, does that kind of rhyme? Uh, yeah, it does a little bit. Cool. Yeah, we could, we could make a song. Do you want to talk about Gotham? The TV show Gotham. Yeah. No, I'm well, kidding because... Uh, there was no new episode last oh, week. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, we do have it in the collection, and there are books. There are Gotham books, too. I'm so not reading them. Stop you might, talking about you them. You might do it. <laughs> Here's what I've been reading. So I finished okay. several things, a couple of graphic novels, a couple of regular book books. I'm going to start with the graphic novels. Book books. Real mixed bags this week, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Uh, I read Damien, Son of Batman, which is... Uh, Dumb. And You're I think the only I'll... person who's still reading New 52. No, that's not New 52. It's just a standalone thing. Oh. Yeah. All right. Uh, I read oh, sup- Super Heavy. Hit? No? You don't have anything to say about it? I don't know. It just didn't work. Didn't work. Damian Wayne, who's the son of Batman, grows up, takes over the Batman mantle. Uh, Alfred becomes a talking cat. I Oh. There's really... I okay. can't. I dig that. I read Super <laughs> Heavy, which is New 52, part of Scott Snyder's Batman run. Uh, Eric's mad at me because I skipped some volumes, but I went back to this one because I saw the tail end of the story in other collections. I liked it. Yeah. Uh, this one, I say with a heavy heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, Under the Moon, a Catwoman tale. New YA graphic novel coming out later this year by yeah. Lauren Miracle. Lauren Miracle, lovely woman. Uh-huh. Books are very popular. Mm-hmm. She was very nice to chat with at the yeah. DC booth. I hated this book. <laughs> I hated it. I hated it. Uh, it looked great. Yeah, like it looked great. The concept was good, but it just reeked of somebody who mm. was not familiar with the source material. Yeah, and I mean, just even outside of that, it just I found the story to be very ugly in times, and Ooh. I think I think that was intentional. Mm-hmm. But it was it was a very unpleasant read. I thought the language was a little unnecessary, uh, considering that it's a teen book. I, I didn't really think that it added to the story and was mm-hmm. kind of jarring. Uh, but the bottom line, I mean, Bruce Wayne is in it as a character. Bruce Wayne, as I would assume most people know, mm-hmm. is the Batman. Uh-huh. But I don't think that <laughs> that was made clear to the author of this book. Okay. And even Catwoman, I don't feel like mm-hmm. there was any knowledge of Catwoman. Yeah. So yeah. I do not recommend this. And I'm surprised Ooh. because the DC Inc. books that we that we sampled when we were there, so Ridley mm-hmm. Pearson's Super Sons, uh, Daniel Page's Mira, Excellent. Mm. Both very good. Right. Uh, and I feel like there was another one. Raven. Raven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, by Garcia. That's also so very also very good. Yeah. But this Catwoman one yeah. was just a real clunker. Mm. And a lot of the early reviews are are saying the same things, mm. the same issues that I had with it they're having. So I'm a little surprised yeah. that it got as far as it did. Yeah. But not everything can be a home run. You know, it's setting up it's setting up a sequel and maybe Ooh. maybe the feedback and maybe a little bit more like editorial input will mm get the series on the right track, but I was sadly disappointed Sorry, uh, with the first volume there. Sorry, Nick, and all Catwoman fans, I guess. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, don't blame me. Yeah. It's not my fault. No. 
All right. It's the second time you've done this today. Nick's what? got this thing where I say something about something else doing yeah. something wrong, and he tells me it's not his fault. Not my fault. Like, I know this Catwoman book is not your fault. I didn't do it. You don't have to cover that. Well, if I go home and my fridge door is left open, yeah. I'm going to tell you, but it's not your fault. Uh, what? Are I you did. kidding me? I that swung by your thing. house and I made a smoothie. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah. did. Actually, I, I don't did. know why I would just text you and be like, hey, my fridge door was open. I Weird. think you would. Really? I think you would. Okay. Uh, I read some book books. Bookbooks. I read Looking for Rachel Wallace, which is a Spencer novel uh, by Robert B. Parker, the late, great Robert B. Parker, uh, one of my oh, favorite yeah. authors. Uh-huh. Uh, also kind of a clunker, I've got to say. Uh, I love Parker's style. I always like the characters. The story, <laughs> I think, is where it just got a little... Spencer was hired to um, basically be a bodyguard. He is not hitting it off with the person <laughs> he's protecting. They. That's classic. I know. So he gets fired, and of course oh. things go awry. But Spencer still feels like obligated to feels like protect, her, you know, to go and, and like solve this mystery. Always love them. But as soon as Spencer and Rachel Wallace get separated, the book just loses mm-hmm. all momentum, and doesn't really recapture it in the end. Mm-hmm. So you know they can't all be winners, and that was not one. Well, this will be coming out in 1993, starring Kevin Costner yeah. and Whitney Houston. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, I also read Rebound by Kwame Alexander. So yeah. Eric Malik and I are doing a YA for Adults book club the, next week on the crossover. You know how I complain that you skipped a bunch of volumes to get to that yes. super heavy Batman comics? Yes. This is another one of your things where you like the prequel more than the thing. Yeah, spoiler alert, but yes, I did. <laughs> yes, I did. Uh, so the crossover is about a pair of uh, twin brothers mm-hmm. who are both basketball players. Are they twins? They are twins. I did not yes, remember they that. Yes, they are twins. Uh, okay, I, uh, and so fault. one of them gets uh, one of them gets a girlfriend, and the other one feels yeah. a little bit left out. And you know, yeah. the story progresses from there. Very yeah. good, written in a poetry style. Um, I was a big fan of the book, and I'd never read it before. I know yeah. it's popular uh, with our peeps who come in here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I read that, and I liked it. And then I picked up the Rebound, mm-hmm. which is um, cool. those characters' father yep. as a child, mm-hmm. and I, I loved it. I thought it was great. I thought it was. I think, you know, part of it is I respond a lot more, I think, to single characters mm. going on a journey. Like, he's just kind of, like, doing his own thing alone, where the crossover <laughs> is the two of them, Yeah, you know? Listeners, so, please pause this episode and unpack that. <laughs> anyway, um, so I just thought the rebound, th- this is where, um, so the character, Charles, is is uh, having trouble adjusting after the death of his father, and his mom sends him to stay with his grandparents. So it's kind of a classic story in that mm-hmm. sense um but the way he sort of develops and grows while he's there i don't know something about it i thought was uh, just really powerful it's also yeah. written in a poetry style mm-hmm. uh intermixed with some marvel? some comic book pages yeah. and tons of marvel references he right. says superman once yeah it was like it was a mistake <laughs> <laughs> like he forgot that like he was quoting george bernard shaw and not uh, oh, dc okay, comics sure, yeah. but uh, <laughs> a lot of marvel reference and actually i picked up solo and the character in that his name is blade uh-huh. named after blade yeah the vampire hunter did we ever i mean we talked about going to the pop culture museum yeah but i don't think i mentioned on the podcast that they had blade's costume they did there which was pretty sweet but blade is the character from solo this so he is named rebound. him after wesley snipes blade he did yeah so anyway rebound just kind of it tells the story of this kid you know getting to know his grandparents right adapting to the death of his father and sort of coming into his own and i just thought it was a book i finished and just kind of set it back it was like wow so okay. I, they're both great. They really are. But Rebound spoke to me a little bit more. All right. Cool. So I think we'll talk about that probably a little bit at the book club as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. Uh, next week, we're is it next week? Next week, yeah, we're doing a whole feature on Kwame Alexander. So mm. we'll really dig into it. See you Tuesday, then. though, because we got Monday off. That's right. Woo! Monday off for President's Day. Oh, uh, is that what it is? Yes, it is. I never know what holiday it is. Well, happy President's Day, I guess. Thank you. Um, 
So what am I currently reading, you may ask? I... This was so funny. The Star Trek book you're about to say. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm reading the Star Trek book Zero Sum yeah. Game. Yeah. So anyone who's listening only podcasts, yeah. we, st- we do stream this live. We're streaming it live right now on yep, Twitch. It's happening. And then we put the video up on YouTube. So I have to get the book covers, mm-hmm. if you're not aware of this. Uh, and Nick just texted me Zero Sum Game. This was not the first book to appear. I had to scroll down at least four pages to find. I'm like, what is he talking about? David, Mark, Mac, and there it is. Just and it's what I would have missed it too because it's not Star Trek anything I know. It's Typhoid, uh, Typhon Pact. Typhon Pact. Yep. That was just funny to me. I guess. Oh, not funny to others. All right, whatever. It's funny that I was like sharing. There's just a lot of books. This is there was there was a big Star Trek trilogy called Destiny in the books, Mm -hmm. also by David Mack. Mm -hmm. Brought all the characters from the different series together and did a whole like big battle against the Borg. (laughs) And this is a follow up series where they're kind of dealing. with The guy on the cover looks like uh, that's Julian Bashir from Deep Space Nine. The guy on the cover looks like uh, Julian Bashir from Deep Space Nine. Jam from Parks and Rec. Oh, he does. (laughs) Yes, he does. (laughs) Which is killing me. Yes, he does. So I'm reading Zero Sum Game by David Mack. I've read some of his other Trek books and I usually Uh like them. And I had to like cleanse my palate from Catwoman, so I'm reading oh, the yeah. Ed Brubaker, Darwin Cook, yeah, I need Catwoman to read those. series, uh, volume one, Trail of the Catwoman. Yeah. So I I'd read Selena's Big Score a couple years back. Mm-hmm. This I really like. It's yeah. very it's got Darwin Cook's style as yeah. always, kind of fifties and retro. Yeah. Uh, works very well with Catwoman, yeah. so I'm really I'm enjoying this. He, but it's funny because her outfit doesn't really. His, he redesigned her costume because for really until this, she still had like the big the cat big ears mask and, yeah, with yeah. even whiskers sometimes. Yeah. Uh, and I think sometimes her costume had a tail too. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't until this, and it doesn't really. It's not really 50s. It's it's is very modern. Just yeah. this like black cat suit. Yeah. Um, and her goggles that are also ears. Yep. So that's a. I like. I've got. I've got so much in the hopper right now of like books that I want to read. I got to get to truly madly guilty because we're going to be right. doing that for a book club. Yeah. Barnes and Noble's latest book club pick is out. I've uh-huh. got that. And then I don't know. I just feel like there's so many books mm. right now that I just keep being like, and that, and that, and that, and that. Yeah. So I've got quite a list. You're but. like a kid at the uh, those like Toys R Us shopping. Yeah. Remember those things? Boy, let's have a moment of silence for Toys R Us. Hey, Jeffrey. <laughs> anyway, do you want me to talk about Cloverfield Paradox now? Go ahead. Okay, Cloverfield Paradox, everyone. So part of the loose trilogy that started with Cloverfield in what, 2008? Yeah. A long time ago. Peaked in 2000-whatever with Clover, uh, 10 Cloverfield Lane. Yeah, 10 Cloverfield Lane, John Goodman, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Very good. Yeah. Uh, this is the, well, I guess there's going to be more. They say there's going to be more. Mm-hmm. All these J.J. Abrams produced Cloverfield movies. This one is set in a space station where they're trying to get, they're basically they're trying to solve the energy crisis. Mm. Um, you know what does that I, too? What? Doom. Hmm. They're trying to solve the energy crisis with hell energy. And Dwayne the Rock Johnson. No, not. Go on. Was he not in Doom? He was in the Doom movie. Oh, thank yes. you. <laughs> All right, asked and answered. Uh, so this is this is. So the, is Roseman Pike. Nobody gives Roseman Pike crap about right. being in Doom. You're right. But Jack Reacher, they don't like her in. And Die Another Day. She's made some choices. <laughs> She's made some choices. But uh, Cloverfield Paradox. Yeah. Set in a space station, they're trying to solve the energy crisis, uh-huh. and things go a little crazy and start like there's dimensional shifts mm. and and just things start becoming. Yeah. Out of control. Uh, I wish I could say that it's better than it was. I will say that it held my interest. I enjoyed it. I was intrigued. And mm-hmm. it's just one of those ones by the end, you're kind of like, well, that wasn't quite good enough. Sorry. You know, it just didn't, <laughs> it never quite like stuck the landing. It yeah. didn't nail some of those like intricacies. It did some work to kind of unite the Cloverfield movies, which mm. I think they should have left alone. Yeah. Or like really done it well 
So this little kind of like halvesies thing didn't really do it for I'll me. I'll be talking about a movie that could have been left alone too. <laughs> so anyway, I uh, I think it's worth a watch, but it's not yeah. great. Uh, and that's it for me. So too bad. take it away. What have you been reading? I still have Venom, to watch Cloverfield. The first one? Yeah. You've no, never I seen mean, it? I have to see Paradox, Cloverfield Oh, Paradox. Cloverfield. Yeah, I saw okay. Cloverfield in theaters. It was really weird because... I did too. Uh, I think maybe it was because I was at the side of the theater in the back. Okay. And so I had a skew perspective. And that because when the movie was over and I just walked down the hallway, I was like, whoa. Yeah. And then we stepped outside and it was like lightly snowing. Uh. And like I, I almost just fell right off the sidewalk because of, uh, I don't know, just the camera work in it, yeah. I guess. So. Yeah. Cloverfield, if you don't know, is famously all handheld. So yeah. it's it's jittery and shaky. And, yeah. you know, it works for the, the tone of movie that it is, but it can be disorienting. I read... Wonder by R.J. Palacio. Oh, yes. Palicio? I've read the Palicio. picture book version of this, but I haven't seen the movie oh. or read the book. Is that good? Uh, yeah, oh. it is. The book's tell, me, tell me about the book. The book's good. Uh, Augie is, has a facial defo- deformity. Right. He's going to public school for the first time. Uh, and it's just about a whole bunch of different characters learning about themselves. Uh, like, Augie's sister is dealing with the fact that Augie's had all the attention because he's he has this issue, and so she feels like she's been a good sister, but also like a neglected daughter. Okay. And then like Augie's friend, who didn't want to be his friend, but now is his friend, and it just kind of like goes through a whole bunch of different characters. And it's not just about Augie; it's also just about how much school can stink mm. and uh, how friendships can change and everything. Okay. So it was good. Uh, did you like? Was it actually like? Did it work for you as as a Adult grown man and not a 12-year-old? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, it did. And uh, this is for what? The 8th grade book club? This is the 7th grade seventh book club. Grade. Refugee was the 8th grade one. Right. Ooh. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, Picking real light books this year, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. Justice. I read Justice League, volume 6 and 7. Volume oh, 7, yeah, Justice Lost. This is the end of the rebirth of Justice League. Boy. Not Rebirth? Good. Rebirth. Oh. Yeah. I thought it was New 52. Still. No, I'm all right. All right, all right. Anyway, not good. I don't know why... People can't write good Justice League comics. It seems easy. Not just there are never any villains Challenge in these books. Challenge accepted. You know what I mean? I haven't read a lot. It's of. it's always just these writers come in and they come up with these big concepts that they think are cool. Like, oh, what if what if man is actually uh, a star system? And I, I and the Justice League have to. It's just it's dumb. Yeah. And there's never. I just want to read the Justice League fighting. I don't know. Punch in a villain. The Legion of Doom. Yeah. But they're never in here. Doom Every... with Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Oh, or... my word. Sorry. Yeah, okay, the sorry. Legion of Doom starring. That's... I didn't know. Uh, so here's a movie I just saw. It That's didn't it? Make... That's it, it for, your, yeah. for your reading? Yeah. Okay. This didn't make me Man of Steel angry. Like oh, I, didn't, I didn't have to stop the car and punch Ooh, the wheel. Boy. For those of you who didn't live through that, it was a hard time. Yeah. Uh, but I saw Glass by M. Night Shyamalan. M. Night Shyamalan of Lady in the Water fame. <laughs> Uh, and movie starts off fine. Okay. For like the first 10 minutes, ten, maybe, oh, or whatever. 10 minutes? Yeah. Okay, that's good. And then it starts doing Strong what start. its, uh, its main concept is. Okay. And I'm like, well, no, and wrong, and all this stuff. And I'm mm. going like, okay, maybe this is what they want to do. And I started to hate it. Yeah. And I started to feel like maybe the movie hated me. Huh. It, this, it actually did feel like M. Night and Glass hated me for being a fan of Unbreakable. Uh, and not just me, but like other fans yes. of Unbreakable. It just felt like, hey, did you love Unbreakable and its cool concept of superheroes in the world? Too bad! Mm. And there's just there's too much in this movie 
to talk that I don't like that I would ruin. Uh, well, don't ruin it because I'm I not going to ruin it. See it. I'm just saying it never turns itself around for me. Um, M Night and at right? the at the Ooh. end, I I didn't like it. Just and think if M Night would have just stopped at signs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, know? I know. <laughs> uh, here's the problem with Glass. Okay, in another way. Yes. It's like the Matrix sequels in that Glass oh. Glass has now made it, it has now lessened my desire to rewatch Unbreakable. Hmm. It's now like Unbreakable is now a lesser movie because of Glass. Wow. The same way that it's hard to watch the Matrix because some movies like Indiana Jones Crystal Skull gets a lot of crap. Yeah, but in no way does it make the other movies hard to watch no it's got some fun stuff it in do- it too because it doesn't answer any questions that we had right whereas like the matrix sequels and now glass it tries to like change oh. things about the lore yeah, that's a mistake and it affects everything let me ask you this question yeah did if i could go back in time yeah. i would never see glass huh so wow. that i could keep liking unbreakable there's a lot of things that i would do if i could go back in time yeah but i don't think that would you punch would you ever go back in time was there ever a time you'd go back in time and punch yourself in the face punch myself i in think the there's face. a few times i go back and punch me could i punch you or do no. I, have, I have no, to punch it, me you're punching yourself okay you don't have to tell us what why you would punch yourself. what if i punch myself in the face and then i'm like eric made me do that <laughs> so that young me goes and punches you in yeah. the face that's yeah. indirect yeah but is that okay yeah that is all right all okay right. my question was did unbreakable ever get adapted into any other like oh i don't think like so. is there a comic book or anything like that no seems like there should be unbreakable is definitely a movie that didn't need a sequel Agreed. But got sequels anyway uh, well, I think Split sort of being a parallel sequel is not really... No, Split I mean, didn't works. really uh, cause any problems, but like, I, I don't know. I can't... Bruce Willis sleepwalk his way through this. It It's disappointing. Mm. So Kevin Smith would agree with you. Yeah. <laughs> um, All right. Well, I'm sorry. Yeah, I actually asked my wife. I'm like, hey, do you care if we still own Unbreakable on DVD? She's like, yeah, I want to keep it. I'm like, fine. Wow. Yeah. Give it some time. Yeah, maybe. You might come around. I was I was in a bed. Also, for a long time, I guess this is a comment on parenting. I don't mm. care. Bring your kids to whatever movie you want. You're yes, an adult. They're kids. I know. But uh, we were sitting in there, and for a good five minutes until the movie started, I was like, "Are we in a dog's way home?" Because like the amount of kids that were coming in there. And then when I left, I one of the kids was leaving in his mom's van, and he rolls down the window and starts rapping at me, <laughs> and I'm just like. This this happened when I saw a split <laughs> that I got like heckled by some teenagers. So I'm like, is I guess this is just what happens now when I go to M Night movies. Yeah, kids are gonna harass I me. Yes, yeah. It's so stupid. I think so. I'm 32 years old. This kid was probably 12, but it worked. Yeah, he annoyed me. Good for him. So, and then I looked in the car, and the mom was like laughing as she were driving away. Well, and maybe like, you just misunderstood it. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I was like, can I just see a movie? And be? Anyway. All right. Well, I'm sorry you didn't like it. Yeah. All right. all right. Let's find out what's going on in the New York Times bestseller list. Hmm. The other thing about Man of Steel Hit me. is yeah. <laughs> uh, New York Times bestsellers list. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, fun fact, I'm so sick of the adult New York Times bestsellers list right now because it's always the same stuff. Oh, yeah. So let's check out the young adults. Ooh. Oh, wow. That really perked you up. Yeah, I'm excited. Nick was very depressed. I talked to Nick today. I'm like, hey, do you want to do another day? He's like, what's the point? What's the point of getting huh. out of bed in the morning? And I said, well... Nick, I don't remember. Let's do the young adult. Yeah, Maybe actually, I do remember. List. Yeah, and that was really That's that was when like you remember. Yeah, that was like a cup of hot coffee. Yeah, uh, a okay. mug. Usually, it's a mug. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got bring, new shoes. Bring, you did get new that shoes. Day. Good so for that was, you. That was nice. Yeah, I got so two, two, two pairs of new when shoes. When was this? Was this yesterday? Yeah. 
I watched Cloverfield Paradise. I went to the shoe department. I didn't do much better. There was no Payless, so I went to the shoe department. Shoe department's a little more solid than Payless. Yeah. Yeah. I got work shoes, which you've seen today. I have. I got some sneakers. They're excellent. For when I'm outside. Good for you. They got some red on them. Yeah. And my wife was like, did you get these because of the red trim? And I was like, yeah, I did. Yeah. The red's cool. Yeah, I hear you. Red trim on that sweater, big guy. Yeah. This this is so 80s, isn't it? It, 80s? Yeah. It feels 80s. No, I mean, it's kind of, you got kind of a Wesley Crusher vibe. So I guess that's 80s, right? That's very 80s, yeah. <laughs> oh, it is a Wesley Crusher sweater. I'm, no, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, uh, it's a good sweater. Don't I, don't get oh, rid of that sweater because yeah. I said Wesley Shut Crusher. Shut up, Wesley. All right. So New York Times bestsellers list for the young adult hardcover. Take it away. Uh, number 10 on the list. It's been here for seven weeks. I'm pretty sure it came back because it won some awards. The Poet X by Elizabeth uh, it sure did win some awards. What did, it won the Prince Award at least, but it won a few Akavado. a few other things. Yeah, uh, Prince Award, a few other. You're right, a few other awards that I cannot. I don't remember. remember. A coming of age story told in verse, the poet X, which we have. Um, actually, I finally ordered the audiobook because. Oh, nice! I was like, oh, I should get. Yeah. That. So, uh, Kwame Alexander reads some of his audiobooks alone, but we can talk about that next week. That's cool. Uh, number nine this uh, this week is Children of Blood of Blood and Bone by Tomi Adama. Yep. Adama me. Uh, did you see that Onion article about like man already too far in sentence to not pronounce a word he can't pronounce? Oh yeah. And that, I didn't. But that was I saw that I was like yep, yeah that's life. Uh, Zali Zili fights to restore magic in the land of Orisha. Okay. So I this has been here for a lot. The sequel's coming out this year. Uh, I can't remember the name of the sequel. Oh. The second book's coming out this year, and I remember hearing this was option for a movie already. But I really? might be, yeah. Number nine, another book I also just ordered the audiobook for, Dear Evan Hansen, the novel by Val Emmerich and, with Steve Levinson. When one of Evan's letters to himself accidentally found on a suicidal victim, the victim's family assumes that he was a close friend. Huh. So, oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, also, the musical's coming around. It's on tour, but we're getting it in like May. Yeah, I think it's going to be in Shays. Uh, so that's cool. We should yeah. probably go. I'll go. I should probably go. Okay. See what all the hullabaloo is about. All right, you tell me. Uh, every time I hear Dear Evan Hansen, I just think of the part in Hamilton where they're like, Dear Mr. Hamilton, mm. your fellow fabulous. You're always thinking of Hamilton, so that makes sense. Uh, yes? Number seven, A Curse <laughs> So Dark and Lonely. Yeah. I was cursed Yeah, to do a podcast yeah. for 200 episodes with Nick. We're not there yet. No, I know. So I'm, maybe you won't make it. <gasps> I'm, I'm interviewing replacements. No. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yep. Hey, that was mean. I'm sorry. It wasn't a curse. Yeah. It was oh, a blessing. I, I'm it's sorry. my curse, my gift. Yeah. I accept your apology <laughs> mostly because we have to move this along because I have an interview with your replacement <laughs> coming up. But I do accept that right. apology. <laughs> All right. Uh, is that it? Did you do it? You SOB. I'm sorry. No, Everybody, that's how Nick pays attention. I number just don't remember. Seven, number seven. Wow. A curse so a dark road. and lonely. Okay. Yeah. Try <laughs> this all the time, everybody. <laughs> By Bridget G- <laughs> Gamer. Uh, Harper is whisked away to the world of Emberfall, where she meets the cursed Prince Wren, who will turn to a monster unless he finds true love. Yeah. So I guess this is like a Beauty and the Beast prequel. And that was number one, huh? All right, <laughs> next. Uh, so this is fun. Hey, they want to see your sneakers on the stream. You toss them up there. Let's well, these, see these are work shoes. All right, just show uh, the work shoes. Uh, Get them up there. Uh, look at oh, that. Boy. That does not bend well. Don't they look great? Anyway. Those All are right, Star number Wars, six. Number Star six. Wars dress socks. What do we got? All right, one of us is lying. Uh, is that number six Popular. by Karen Emnick? Sequel. Sequel coming out, right? For five students, a detour into detention ends in murder. Number five, two can keep a secret. There it is. By Karen Emnick Manis. I actually, speaking of more audiobooks, uh, I just ordered both of these on audio oh. form. Uh, Ellery... Uh, Corcoran investigates the mysteries mysteries of Echo Ridge. 
Okay, you can calm down. <laughs> Sorry, you're right. You can calm down. You're right, I get it. Uh, number four, Five Feet Apart by Rachel Lippincott and Mike Dowdy and Tobis Iconis. Stella and Will are in love, but they can't get within five feet of each other. I can't remember what, the, uh, what they're sick with. Uh, love, cool. obviously. I ordered us the uh, movie cover with Cole, cool. Cole Sprouse. You're a big nice. fan of Cole Sprouse. Sure. You've been a big fan ever since... What's his thing? The sweet life of Zach and Cody. <laughs> yeah, uh, no. you know it. My wife, my wife's. I think she was Borat, uh, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I think she had stopped watching the Disney Channel by that time, uh-huh. but she knew who he was, and like it blew her mind. Remember, we were watching the pilot of Archie, yeah, and like forty minutes in, we're like, you know, that's Cole Sprouse from Sweet Life, and she's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> so this is weird. Uh, number three, The Fork, The Witch, and the Worm by Christopher Poloni. Pol- Paolini. Yes, I've seen this. He three wrote the, stories, the Aragon books. Yeah, three stories set in the magical world of Alangansaya, which is, I guess, an Aragorn story. Look, I'm not going to apologize for mispronouncing I don't think you should. this hacks I don't think you should. world. <laughs> so, to be fair, lots of people like the Aragorn books. My brother was a big do fan. Do they? Oh, okay. Yeah. That movie. Yeah, bad. The worst Jeremy Irons I've ever seen, and I have seen Batman v Superman. It was but, terrible. Neither one of us have seen the Dungeons and Dragons movie. With You're Jeremy right. Irons. You're right. We should do that. You're right. Why would he do another movie with a dragon? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Uh, the Hate You Give is at number two. 16 year old girl sees a police officer kill her friend by Angie Thomas. Uh, and our movie is here now, too. So the movie's out. Sequel to Hate You Give is out, too. Is it out now? It is. I saw it. I ordered it. I saw cool. its physical copy. Uh, on the Come Up yep. is the sequel, yes. So I'm sure that will be on the is list. It, it's, it's a sequel. I don't Not know. Not just if it's a, a sequel. Okay. I wasn't I don't sure think if it, it is. Was. I don't think so either. Uh, number one. King of Scars by Leah Badargo. Uh, King Nikolai struggles to maintain order in the kingdom of Rafka as a demon inside of him threatens to take control. Hmm. So I guess it's just like if the Hulk was king. I guess so. I guess That's so. It. And that was number one. No, that was number five. Oh. I'm kidding. That was number one. No, I thought so. If Hulk were king. Yep. All right. I wanted to tell you a few things here. Uh, first, the Grammys were this weekend, and here's a couple that I think you'll enjoy. Uh-huh. Best compilation soundtrack for visual media, The Greatest Showman. Uh-huh. Uh, best score soundtrack for visual media, Black Panther. Ooh. And uh, your favorite president, Mr. Jimmy Carter. What? Won a, a, a Grammy for his audiobook, Faith, A Journey for All. Jimmy Carter is your favorite president. Is he? I guess. I don't know. He's not my favorite president. I guess he's my favorite president to talk about. And here are the big ones. Album of the Year went to Golden Hour by Casey Musgraves. Record of the Year, This is America by Childish Gambino. Mm -hmm. Song of the Year, This is America by Childish Gambino. Uh Uh-huh. Any, anything else you want? Yeah, I don't know what record or song is. Yeah, we, we've done this in the past. Yeah. Best pop vocal album, Sweetener by Ariana Grande. Best country album, Golden Hour by Casey Musgraves. I was listening to the uh, best instrumental. Wow. Best rap song performance, This Is America. That's that's a lot of... That's a Grammy, that's a Grammy hat trick you got right there. Yeah. I was listening you can see the full list of Grammys on the Grammy website. I was listening to the instrumental winner. Oh, Black Panther? Fine. No, the oh. best like instrumentals independent oh, oh, oh okay it was, it was fine nice all right well let's do it let's get into the segment so we told you at the top here we're going to be talking about books being made into movies in 2019 uh we're going to be pulling a lot from a, a list originally published on popsugar.com so you can mm. check the thing out there remember to get your pop protein yeah pop it sugar should be, just be minimum sugar. it's the top, it's the top, of, the pyramid, top of the pyramid very pyramid. small even that's dated i think the food pyramid's gone now yeah yeah i think it's it you know where it is though in your heart in my food yeah. heart yeah and a lot of cereal boxes still, yeah. just right on the cover. That's true. They're not going to reprint yeah. those just because yeah. the FDA decided otherwise. <laughs> uh, 
Oh boy! All right, so let's dig, let's let's get into this. I'm just looking at this first one, "A Dog's Way Home" by W. Bruce Cameron. All right, yeah. So this is uh, this, this is already this out. is out. This is out, and I I can't. That book, "Dog's Way Home," was a terrible book. Oh, it was a terrible yeah. book. It was not fun. Mm-hmm. It was not heartwarming. Mm-hmm. The human characters were awful. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to tell you that at one point, the dog is tied to a dead hobo. Mm-hmm. Can, yeah. can I just? Okay. That's how a dog gets home. Anyway, it's out right now with Bryce Dallas Howard and Ashley Judd. Wow. Someone's so a check little that out. cranker. Go ahead. All right. Number 19. A lot of these I haven't heard of. Uh, some of them I have. I don't know what I'm talking about. The Rhythm Section by Mark Burnell. This this tagline says, if you meet her again, she'll be the last thing you see. Whoa. Uh, Pretty so, good. Yeah, I haven't heard of this, but it's coming out uh, February 22nd. After a plane crash kills her family, a woman goes on a revenge mission against the people responsible for the tragedy. Starring Blake Lively, Jude Law, Sterling K. Brown. Yeah, it's a pretty good cast. Yeah. The Knife of Never Letting Go by Patrick Ness. Didn't you... Did you read a Patrick Ness? Why does that sound familiar to me? Yeah, Maybe I read uh, The Rest of Us Just Live Here. Yeah, that okay. Was a while ago. And thumbs up, thumbs down. No, I didn't like it. Didn't like it. Okay. Uh, but the knife of letting go. Actually, I only just recently got us this for the collection. Uh, this was on Rolling Stones, like top forty YA oh. books. Uh, officially called Chaos Walking, so the book is going to be called Chaos Walking. Mm. Uh, the movie is about a world with no women, where men can hear all of each other's thoughts. Yikes. Okay. Uh, Tom Holland, Daisy Ridley, Nick Jonas, and David Oileo. Uh, David Oileo was in. Um Cloverfield Paradox. <gasps> he was one of the right spots. <laughs> anyway. Uh, uh, March 1st. Yeah. Where'd You Go, Bernadette by Maria Semple. Where'd you go? So this is one we did for the book club last year. Uh, I'm not a really big fan of this book. It has, a, it has many a fan. And mm-hmm. there was a lot that I liked about the writing itself, but I thought the story was kind of flimsy. Oh, it's, one that's, it's one that's told in all correspondence, so I'm not really sure how they're going to adapt that at all. Like if all they're right. going to use that storytelling device in the movie. Well, I so was World War Z. That's true. Oh, I would assume they're not going to do that, but um, and Carrie, it kind of like it didn't it didn't fully work oh, in no. the book, and there were many times where they had to sort of like stop. stretch it a little mm, bit. No, yeah. they never did stop, but okay. they should have. Right? You know what I mean? It was like let me just briefly tell you yeah. everything you need to know in this letter, and it was yeah, like, okay. it was like how searching was like we're only going to do stuff that you can do on a computer, and it's yeah. like with video cameras mm-hmm. with, and multiple video cameras, right. <laughs> exactly for yeah. editing purposes. Yes. Uh, so anyway, when her mysterious mother goes missing, 15-year-old B goes on a journey to find her and discover the secrets of Bernadette's past, starring Kate Blanchett, Emma Nelson, Kristen Wiig, and Judy Greer. So that one's coming out in March. I could see that. I could see that making a good movie. Mm. And I didn't hate the book. I just okay. was underwhelmed by it. Mm. Do you think the movie will whelm you? <laughs> Maybe. Okay. Uh, three Seconds with uh, by Rosalind and, and Hellstrom. Oh, boy. This is going to be dark. Is it? I can just yes they say winner so. of the best swedish crime novel yeah. of the year oh so this i don't yeah. think you can say swedish crime novel without also the word dark yeah. i think that's just and ex- it's, it's actually redundant and <laughs> ex-con goes undercover in prison to infiltrate the mob starring joel kinderman roseman pike there she is yep and clive owen clive owen march 22nd yes march and february have the same days on the same times oh that's fun i guess uh, this oh, is confusing, but yeah. they've changed the title of the movie. Yeah, to Greyhound. Right? Yeah, this is the the Good Shepherd by C.S. Forrester. Yeah, but it's going to be called, as Nick said, uh, Greyhound. Uh, it's a World War II story about a commanding naval officer starring Tom Hanks and Elizabeth Shue. Can I talk? Can I talk right to Tom Hanks for a minute? Yeah, go ahead. Can I do that? Yeah. Tom, hi, Nick here. Um, I I understand that you're in a point in your career where you can just do whatever you want. Uh, 
but I think we're tired of the historical movies. The, the slow burn historical movies. I think we're a little... Eric, do you want to chime in? Did, I got Tom Hanks here on the line. Nick, this is Tom Hanks. I hear that's, you. That's a JFK. You're doing a JFK. I hear what you're saying. You're doing a JFK. But I have to be powered by my own Very steam. Confusing. Is he playing JFK in no, the movie? I don't know. Because that would be on point. He's too old now. Well, anyway, so Tom, just take it under consideration. I know you're doing yeah. Toy Story 4, and that's great. Now he's also but... doing the Mr. Rogers movie. Okay, that's better. <laughs> I mean, it's still historical, but that's a little bit closer. Yeah. I would like to see something in the in the realm of a You've Got Mail. I'd take a Joe versus a Volcano, but I don't want any more of the historical you want, epics. You want him to do a new romantic comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah I guess so. Yeah, yeah, I do. Robert De Niro just did one with the intern. Why not? Bobby so. De Niro can do it. Tom Hanks can do it. Yeah. All right, who who do you want him to? I didn't. Well, didn't he like not do that one with Julia Roberts? What is it? Larry Crown. Yeah, that yeah. Didn't do well. The thing with Larry Crown. Uh-huh. This is where Tom Hanks rides a scooter and takes night classes with Julia Roberts. <laughs> I think it's just it's the movie's fine. It's uh-huh. it's a lovely little movie, but I think when you have Tom Hanks and Julia Roberts together, mm-hmm. like for the first time, they've been in other little things together, but mm-hmm. to really be like Tom Hanks, Julia Roberts, you just want it to be so much more than Larry Crown was. Right. But. It's a perfectly fine movie. All right. So anyway, I'm sure Greyhound will be great, yeah. but I would like to to laugh again. Okay. <laughs> Tom. All right. All right. Uh, what's next? The Visible Filth. So uh, usually I find a bit of bleach. And you just spray your tub with it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Let it sit. Mm-hmm. Scrub it down. Mm-hmm. Rinse it. You, sometimes you need the grit, though, of like a comet or another yeah, somewhat abrasive yeah. cleaner. But then you might also need to up your shower game. Yeah, you might. So, you uh, might. so yeah, The Visible Filth by Nathan... Ballingrud. Yeah. Tentatively titled Transgression. Yeah. This film follows a New Orleans bartender who begins the experience of bizarre things after picking up a phone left at his bar starring Army Hammer, Dakota Johnson, and Zeze Beats. Mm-hmm. If you use a little Army Hammer in the in the tub, I think <laughs> yeah. that really gets it. Yeah. March gets 29th. This is definitely uh I mean look at that. That's all that's all young kids. Yeah. Uh, Dakota Johnson, Zezzy Beats, yeah. Army Hammer. Army Hammer. He, he Young. I don't know. Not as young as Call Me By Your Name would like us to think yeah, he that's is. True. He's, I mean, I think he's older than me. No, okay. I think he's pushing 40. Yeah. Anyway. So, man, how bad is it if I'm thinking Dakota Johnson is like a young kid? How old does that make me feel? Mid-30s. How old is Dakota Johnson? You know late, what? It doesn't late matter. Late 20s, probably. Well, fine. Whatever. Right. 32 is the new 20... Uh, in, a, in next news, a movie that I will never ever see. You don't know. I do know. What if we book club it? I'll never see it. Pet Cemetery by Stephen King. Uh, yeah. Very disturbing book. Yeah. Hats off to you, Stephen King, for writing a very disturbing book. Yeah. Uh, so this is Lewis Creed moves his family uh, of four to a rural town with a secret in the forest, which and is the I, pet cemetery. I was going to say, I don't think it's a spoiler to say that that secret is, in fact, a pet cemetery. A pet cemetery. Uh, I'm going to share something. This has been spoiled by the trailers. Okay. Um. In the book, yes. it is his like four-year-old yes. son yes. who is killed and then yep. put in the pet cemetery yes. and everything. In the movie, they've changed it to the eight-year-old daughter. Huh. So that, uh, yeah. Interesting. So I they, guess they were like, well, an eight-year-old, that's not so bad. Well, they just, they didn't want it to be like comedic because like a four-year-old, I don't yeah, know. It's like true. Chucky, right. basically. Right. So they, they changed that. But I tell you what, the cat they get for this movie, I, mean, I guess they didn't get a cat. They yeah. probably CGI'd all these yeah. cats. See, but it is like... The grumpiest, meanest looking mm. cat in the mm. world. And still, you should adopt it. I want it to love me. <laughs> so, I'm like, why are you so grumpy? Uh, John Lithgow's in this as uh, the neighbor. So, yeah. uh, Jason Clark is playing the main Jason character. Jason Clark, as in, why is Jason Clark still getting work? Yeah, Jason Clark is a very bland actor, but he maybe is. this is the type of role he'll be Ruined that Planet at. of the Apes movie. And was a terrible John Connor in Terminator Genesis. No, I thought he was okay in Planet terrible. of the Apes. Terrible. 
in Planet. Of the, well, I guess I just didn't like that whole movie. And I oh. thought, like, with him as a centerpiece, he just oh. don't really have much. No, I liked him in that one. But you're okay. right, John Connor was nothing. The worst John but Connor. But so seen was in my the life. Uh, that movie. Listen, I don't want to talk about this one. After by Anna Todd. Why don't you want to talk about this one? Because it's just kind of a well. Okay, I shouldn't make judgments. A girl falls hard with a guy who is harboring a dark secret. Selma Blair. These, She's coming back. Yes, these are the novels that are based on like sexy Harry Styles Ooh. fanfic. Harry Styles. Yes. Oh, Harry Styles. Yeah, from One Direction. <laughs> like somebody was writing yeah. sexy fanfic about yeah. uh, Harry Styles, and then it became books uh-huh. that are real popular. Now it's a movie, but it seems like it's just sort of like Fifty Shades of Grey. But with the Harry Styles stand-in. Selma Blair, Jennifer Beals, uh, Josephine Langford, and Dylan Arnold. So I shall be taking a hard pass. Hmm. Yeah, I haven't seen Selma Blair in anything in a long time. It's been a while, but she doesn't need you pointing that out. Hellboy 2 was the last time I might have seen her in Interesting. She was on that show with Charlie Sheen. Oh, okay. Anger management. Oh. But she couldn't get along with Charlie Sheen, or he couldn't get along with her, so she left. My guess is... you think Charlie Sheen was the problem? Yes, well, if I had to bet. Yeah, I guess. If I was a bit, I think if you, yeah, yeah. Okay, so why not? All right, number whatever. We're not really numbered. We're not. Uh, the Aftermath by Ryden Brooke. Uh, after World War II, a colonel and his wife are assigned to live in a house in Hamburg, but the home's previous occupants caused tensions in their marriage. Uh, Alexander Skarsgård, Kira Knightley, and Jason Clark. Come oh! on. Sorry. Uh, I I know what this I saw a trailer for this yeah no wait I'm thinking of a different one never mind I don't know what this is I haven't seen anything about all this, right so. uh, sorry Jason Clark is in this are you, you gonna go too. see it no probably not bye the son is also a star he, by Yoon. he was good in Everest I haven't seen it all right I but I don't believe you what <laughs> this is a YA book right uh the son is also a star yeah uh, yes you said everything is a star no I don't think so yeah I think. Roll the tape back, please, Roger. Yep. Roger, our senior intern. Roger, can you please roll the tape Roger, back? Roger, please stop flipping us off. All right, okay. he can't. He can't roll back right. the tape. He poured my coffee on my laptop. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> it was your coffee. Yeah. No, yeah, he's not going to waste his coffee. Yeah, I know. So, And it's funny because you told him to go get that coffee. I know he did. <laughs> I, I think he I just. Went. I wouldn't have drank it anyway. Yeah. I don't know what he did to it. Yeah. But I think it feels like he, he went out and got you that coffee specifically. I think it. he was looking for an excuse. Yes, yeah. I absolutely do. Uh, the son is also a star. Just as her family is facing deportation, a young woman falls in love. Bad timing. Yeah. Bad May seventeenth. Uh, what was it? Everything. Everything came out two years ago. Three years ago. Sounds right. I believe you. Uh, so that I you think look trustworthy. A, I believe you. Really? Because of the Wesley Crusher. Because the Wesley Crusher. Why would Wesley Crusher's uh, yeah. lie? Save the Enterprise. Yeah. <laughs> Does he? Artemis Fowl. Yeah, I saw a trailer for this. I have no idea what. This is going to be because he's a child. Yeah, uh, Artemis is a masterful thief who will do anything to find his father, including kidnapping the fairy leprechaun officer Harley Short, starring yeah. Federia Shaw, Judy Dench, Josh Gad, and more. I I don't think August 9th. this is going to be. I think this is going to fall into the same hole that Adventureland and Wrinkle in Time uh, fell into. Adventureland, Tomorrowland, Tomorrowland. Okay, yeah. yeah. It's. I, mean, I this just is don't Kenneth think. Branagh. Yeah, he's pretty solid. I don't think. I think this is going to be. We're going to have another like Percy Jackson on our hands here. These, I mean, these are popular kids books. I, but yeah, you might be right. I don't know. I, it's by Walt Disney. I know. That's I why know. I listed those other two Disney yeah. movies that were supposed to appeal to this audience and couldn't. That make new it. one also bombed. The uh, the kid who would be king. Oh yeah, boy, so. that looked brutal. I thought it looked. I don't know. I thought it had a cool like eighties tone. Yeah, about I it. suppose. But we're not the audience for that. We're anyway. not. Uh, the second chapter of It yeah. is coming out. Another one I'm not going to see. In the second chapter of It, the now adult Losers Club find themselves drawn back to the creepy hometown to face their fears once and for all. Jessica Chastain, 
James McAvoy, Bill Hader, Jay Ryan, James Ranson, Isaiah Musta, uh, Mustafa, and Bill Skarsgård, who yep. is the clown. Yeah. Spooky. Yeah. Who's uh, also in Castle Rock. It. So here's here's another here's another weird one. Okay. The Woman in the Window by A.J. Finn. Right. Okay. As you recall, I loved this book, but mm-hmm. there's been a lot of strange news coming out what? about this author. Oh. Uh, about... Uh, his real name is Dan Mallory, and and he, like I guess, sort of presented the facts of his life don't mm-hmm. add up as he's told them. Okay. So like, brain tumors and things that he's said he has, I apparently doesn't have. There's a lot of like, mm. it's a confusing like story in development. So, okay, you know, look it up if you're interested. But I, yeah. I've been kind of puzzled by uh, what's coming out of that. I did. I love that book though. It was All very right. good. Very strong book. And agoraphobic New Yorker. Oh, don't live in New York then. Yeah. Uh, spends her time watching neighbors until she sees more than she expected, which is a murder. I'm very disappointed that this is starring Amy Adams. Amy Adams stars as Anna Fox. And that to me is just, that's so uninteresting. The cast also includes Julianne Moore, Gary Oldman and Wyatt Russell, yeah. October 4th. Okay. That's the same time of like the girl on the train and stuff. Yeah. Same like, I don't know. Yeah. The Goldfinch by Donna Tartt. Did you read this? I haven't. We oh. we haven't. I keep meaning to read it. It's so long. Oh. The book weighs a metric ton. Ooh. Uh, so, no, I haven't read it. I've only heard good things. I would like to read it. Plan to read it. Mm-hmm. Um, haven't read it yet. Uh, after his mother is killed during a bombing, a young boy is given a home by a wealthy upper state's east side family, starring Ansel Elgort. Call me a thief. There's been a robbery. <laughs> Ansel Elgort of Baby Driver fame. Yeah. Sarah Paulson, Nicole Kidman, Luke Wilson, and more. Sarah wow, Paulson okay. from Ocean's Eight. The movie. Also, the worst character in Glass. I hated her. I I'm not a fan of. of, of I usually don't enjoy her work. Uh, I I only recognize her from Ocean's Eight. Little Women. Yeah, Luke Wilson. Oh wait, you did Owen Wilson's impression for Luke. No, Wilson. that was kind of a Luke. Will- that was still you got you got to be a little like. Well, I'm thinking about it. You know, it's got to be a little lower. Oh. You got to be a little like Owen Wilson, a, a dash of Kermit the Frog, and then just slow it down. Just slow it down a little. Who's that? I'm just telling you, that's okay. how you do it. All right. Little Women by Louisa May Alcott. Yeah, which is funny because we just got a Little Women adaptation. We did. And uh, Leah Thompson played Marmy. Yeah. What are you going to do? So the March sisters face love, loss, and adulthood in Greta Gerwig's take. Oh, it's yeah. Greta Gerwig. Greta Gerwig. So that, uh, uh, Emma Watson, Saoirse Ronan, Florence Pug? Meryl Streep, okay. Pew. Laura Dern and Timothy Chalamet. Chal- oh, is Timothy playing hey, Christian you know Bale's character? Probably. Boring. Fun fact: I put Little Women on the book club for us to read in December as like a Christmas book, and I didn't even realize that was coming it out. It comes then. out December twenty fifth. This is a Christmas movie. My mic is attached on here, otherwise I would drop mm-hmm. it. Uh, I like the uh, Renona Ryder version. Oh yeah, that's, that's good, good stuff. I'd watch that right now. Do you yeah. want to pause and watch this? Yeah. The BBC version, the BBC miniseries that the came new one. out recently mm-hmm. uh was pretty fun oh, okay. and featured angela lansbury as aunt march Oof. good times yeah yeah who, who who's the who's she sang a song about balloons <laughs> so i imagine that her role is credited angela lansbury and then angela lansbury's puppeteer <laughs> wow that's uh, harsh uh, eric one of your favorite books being yeah, adapted into a movie again i guess the call yeah, the wild by jack london here's why you'd be excited starring yeah. harrison ford uh, i love harrison ford uh, also karen gillen and Dan Stevens. Mm. Uh, so this is Call of the Wild. Uh, the live-action CGI animated oh, hybrid film will tell the classic oh. tale of a sled dog's quest of survival. 
I imagine I this does not end that. like the book. I don't want that. So. I haven't read the book. Don't tell me. You remember like maybe two years ago when we were like, we're going to switch books and read them. Yeah. You were supposed to read Domestic Violets. Yeah. And I was supposed to read Call of the Wild mm-hmm. and it didn't happen. Yeah. I don't think anybody remembers, so we yeah. don't need to do it. So I guess if this is like a kid's film, I'm not excited. I'm not excited either. I'm also not excited to be once again talking about The Nightingale by Kristen Hanna. Though this has a 2019 to be announced. Hard year. Two sisters are living in France at the beginning of World War II, have their lives forever changed in dramatically different ways. Would would you like to hear a hot take? Mm. The Nightingale? Mm. Overrated. Oh, snap. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, snap. Oh, snap. That's all I'm going to say. Overrated. Sorry, man. Uh, Rosie Project. A genetic uh, genetics professor with Asperger's syndrome goes on a journey to help a young woman named Rosie find her biological father. Ryan Reynolds is rumors to be attached. That's kind of fun. TBA. All right. I don't know why this list is put TBA, but yeah, we're we're go- we're doing the whole list. We are. And here's the last one. The last one. Turtles All the Way Dumb by John Green. He meant Turtles All the Way Down. I very much did not. Turtles All the Way Down by John Green. A 16 year old girl with OCD decides mm-hmm. to investigate the disappearance of a billionaire construction magnet. Uh, magnet. Magnate. Look, I don't know. With her best friend, and turns gr- and turn grows close to the businesswoman's businessman's son. I can't this read. This book I can't doesn't read. have a plot. Uh, no one has been tapped to star in this. It's uh, terrible. Okay, I don't like it. To be determined. I don't like it. Look, I want to go. I want to try to read what this is about again. Okay. No, I won't. I'm, I can't. Oh, okay. So. All in. Yeah. All right. So that's um. Uh, most of these came from popsugar.com. So we'll post the original article Pop, on there. Pop sugar. Thanks to our friends Pop, at Pop Sugar. Pop sugar. I do usually appreciate their list. They're well rounded. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Um. So there's a lot of things. Are any of these that really stand out to you? Which no, Which one that you not definitely? Not a one. Oh. Okay. I was kind of shocked. Hmm. Pet Cemetery is the only one I have an odd mm. curiosity to, but I'm not probably. I'm probably not. I guess uh, if any of them would be the rhythm section. Oh. That sounded fun to me. Yeah. What about Tom Hanks? I don't know. I mean, if you don't see his movies that he wants to do, he's not going to do movies you want him to do. It's just the le- <laughs> what, what are we talking about? What are we talking about here? We've got uh, Bridge of Bridge of Spies, Bridge of Size, more like it. We've got The Post, and then yeah. there's another one, right? Yeah, do you count Captain Phillips? No. Do you count of... Sully? Oh God. Yeah. Uh, see, that's kind of a, a drought there. Yeah. I liked The Post. I just uh-huh. do you I don't count? Know. Didn't he just do something? I, that's what I'm saying. I don't yeah. know. I feel like I don't remember the last time I really loved a Tom Hanks movie. I don't it's know. It's been man. a while. When was the man with one red shoe? It was a long time ago, right? I don't know. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it for for those right now. Let's talk some library news. What was the movie you and I were just talking about with Tom oh, Hanks? Uh, the thing you do. Yeah. I was telling that thing Nick you do. that as a kid, I didn't want to see the thing you do because it looked like there wasn't a lot of Tom Hanks in it. So I was like a not, I was like a ten year old being like, "What's that?" I quit. Oh. I quit, Mister White. <laughs> That thing yeah. you do. Yeah. Great movie. Love it. I was just a nine-year-old who's like, there's not enough Tom Hanks in this movie, I'm, but this guy. I'm loving it lots and lots. I love so, that movie. I All like right. uh, League of Their Own. Yeah. We're showing that next month. Yeah. We're a, showing that here in the library. A it's a good Tom movie. Hanks I just watched that recently. Yeah. Just watched that recently. He's pretty good at that. He's very good at it. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. I'm you want to do, do a League of Their Own, I know. Too. I just wanted to, see, I wanted to see fun Tom Hanks yeah. again. Look, I don't want him landing a plane for League of Their Own. Oh, you know what the problem is, though? Tell me. Tom Hanks' character has passed away mm. at the end of that movie. Yeah, so yeah. you don't get Tom Hanks, but all the all the ladies are still there. You know what's I so Madonna creepy. and Rosie O'Donnell would be game. Here's what's so creepy. What they so you see the you see the ladies in like when they're playing ball, and then you see them uh-huh. as like senior citizens, uh-huh. and it's different actresses, but they dub only Gina Davis's voice over uh-huh. the uh, older version of her character. Mm-hmm. All the other ones just have their regular voices, but Gina Davis mm-hmm. has the Gina Davis voice, and it's disorienting. Hmm. 
But we're not showing a league of their own. Did you ever watch the Gina, next month. Gina Davis show? No, I didn't. It was a sitcom. I watched Commander in Chief, where she played the president. Oh, it was kind of fun. The sitcom wasn't not that great. great. Yeah, <gasps> she was pretty good on um, Grey's Anatomy. Did you see? Pretty good on Grey's Anatomy. Sam Jackson said, uh, "What's the kiss? A long kiss, good night mm. is one of his favorite roles ever. Mm-hmm. Maybe his favorite role ever. Really, with Gina Davis. Never seen he it. said he loved working with Gina Davis. Wow. It was a lot of fun. Okay, so I don't know. Yeah, it was just it was a it was on Jimmy Fallon. Okay, he listed his favorite roles. Book clubs are currently reading. I can't imagine how fun she is to work with. The Husband's Secret by Leanne Moriarty, and then we're going to be switching to Truly Madly Guilty next mm-hmm. week. So, if you're a Leanne Moriarty fan, what a time to be alive! Mm-hmm. Uh, we're also right now <laughs> we're doing uh, the crossover by Kwame Alexander. Yeah. Then Eric and I are starting a sci-fi book club here at the library, uh, and I am concerned that it's just going to be the two of us. So, be a pal. Wait, was that the Free Willy theme? What I thought that there? was Star Trek. No, I think that was E.T. That was Star Trek. Oh, no. that was E.T. I think you win E.T. I think I tried to start with you. Star like, Trek? Doo, 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 doo. That's Star Trek. That's what I was doing. No, you're doing E.T. We have it on tape. <laughs> we have it on tape. The John Williams people are going to come after you I for that. I cannot tell you the theme song. I know the Michael Jackson one goes like... Oh, the three Willie theme? All right, yes, we're doing it. We're starting Caves of Steel. First in the Asimov uh, ro- what robot series, right? Yeah, I've I've never read this one. Um, I haven't either. I'm excited. Well, no, the first one is technically I Robot, but that's a collection of like short stories, right? So I think this is like a stand. It's supposed to be Asimov wanted to like prove that sci-fi wasn't a genre, yeah. but it could absorb other genres, yeah. And so this is supposed to be like a hard-boiled detective. I when I when we were researching about this, like what mm-hmm. books would be, I wanted to do an Asimov, yeah. And I, I looked at a lot of lists that were like, where do you start? What's yeah. the best one? And it seemed pretty universal that this was the way to go. Cool. Outside of the short stories, I've read the f- some of the Foundation books. I've They're dry. only read the Bicentennial Man short story collection, oh. but I really liked it. So. Do you like the Bicentennial Man movie? I did. Yes, I did. Robin Williams. It's pretty depressing. It is depressing, it but was, I, I like it. It's well done. It was well up done. there with his, like, Jack. Oh, boy. Like, here's somebody who wants to be a grown-up and can't. Don't even bring up Patch Adams. I can't. Okay. I can't even think about it. Um. Yeah, so we'll, we'll be doing that. And then after, we're, we're trying to go from, like, an old one to a newer one. Yep. So I can't remember if it's Leviathan Wakes. Or... We're ending on Leviathan Wakes. So it's Artemis. Artemis. Andy yeah. Weir. Yep. All through the Martian. So it should be interesting because I've heard mixed, mixed reviews. Neuromancer, which I have read. And I anyway, really we're going to start. We're going to have the books here in the next couple of weeks, and then yeah. we'll be meeting for that at the end of March. So Ooh. please join us for that. Yeah. Otherwise, it'll just be the da, two of us, da, and we'll spend too much time da, together. Da, da, da. That was Jurassic Park. That wasn't Star Trek. That was Jurassic Park. That wasn't Star Trek. Flat out. And Creek Bend Band is coming back March 7th. There's okay. a whole bunch of stuff coming up. We've got a busy couple of months. So mm. take a look at the library website, davidahow.org. Mm-hmm. Is that it? Just davidahow.org. Are we yeah. an org? Yeah, we are dot org. I mean, we are an organization. Yeah, you can find us on Facebook at David A. Howe <laughs> Public Library. You can find the library yeah. on Twitter at D.A. Howe Library. Yeah. Or you can find uh, the podcast at the All the Book Show on Twitter. Fun fact. If rate, you have review a, us on iTunes or wherever you rate or review podcasts. If you have friends who you think would love this podcast, yes. but they don't listen to iTunes what should they do, or SoundCloud, Eric? we are now on Google Music. Uh, Google Play Music, and yeah. we are now on uh, Stitcher, yeah. and we are now on, what was the other thing? Spotify. We're on Spotify. We're on a few other things. You can't help yeah. but find this podcast. We're there. Yeah. So. so we now are on Spotify and Google Play. So yeah. so do us a solid and share it with a friend. Yeah. All right. Share that's it with two friends. Yeah, Look, why not? If you've only got one friend, that's fine. All you need is one friend. Yeah, you don't want to. Yeah. Don't. That's don't. all you need for a podcast. That's Look true. at this. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, we're going to get out of here. We'll see you next week.